Hello and welcome to John Cook Ministries podcast. I'm John Cook. Today we are continuing our study on the pastoral epistles. This is lesson number five and deals with 1 Timothy chapter five, where we're given general instructions for the local church. We now join in progress part seven of our continuing series. 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 17 says to us as preachers, charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. This is what's expected of us. In 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 20 and 21, Timothy Keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science falsely so-called, which some professing have erred concerning the faith. Grace be with thee. Amen. So we're to keep to the word of God because there are those whose words eat like a canker. Paul talks about that in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 17. And we're to rule well the church of God. Ruling in the church is defined in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7 and verse 17. Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. Then in verse 17, he says, Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves. For they watch for your souls as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. So the whole of the purpose when we talk about ruling well, it's talking about looking out for the souls of God's people in, an, in the flock that God has given us. It's spiritual leadership, not physical, not a dictatorship. We are leaders, and we're to lead by example. 2 Thessalonians 3 and verse 9 says, Not because we have not power, but to make ourselves an ensample unto you to follow us. We're to be followers of the Lord that we might say to, to those coming behind us, Brethren, be followers together of me, and mark them which walk so as ye have us for an ensample. This we read in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 17. We're to be examples to the flock. Then what is the church to do? We're to count them worthy of double honor that rule well. Double honor means taking care of the pastor's physical and financial needs. If you want to see something, the first time the word double is used in the scripture, and there's a law in Bible interpretation called the law of first mention. Well, in Genesis chapter 43 and verse 12, it says, and take double money in your hand. So it had to do with finances. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 12 and 13, the scripture says, We beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake and be at peace among yourselves. Esteem them very highly. Why? In love for their work's sake. Romans chapter 15 and verse 27 says, It hath pleased them verily, and their debtors they are. 
For if the Gentiles have been partakers of their spiritual needs, their duty is also to minister unto them in carnal things. So there's a principle there. If God uses the preacher to be a blessing to you spiritually, then God wants you to be a blessing to him in carnal matters, that is, in fleshly needs. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 6 says, Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Things in the Bible are dealing with food, money, clothing, housing. These are the way we take care of the preacher. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 6 says, The husbandman that laboreth must be first partaker of the fruits. Now, what's he talking about? Well, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 9 through 14 takes an Old Testament principle and applies it in the New Testament. It is written in the law of Moses. Thou shalt not muzzle the mouth of the ox that treadeth out the corn. Doth God take care of oxen? Or saith he it altogether for our sakes? For our sakes, no doubt. This is written, that he that ploweth should plow in hope and should be partaker of his hope. If we have sown unto you spiritual things, is it a great thing if we shall reap your carnal things? If others be partakers of this power over you, are not we rather? And then Paul goes on to say, nevertheless, we have not used this power, but suffer all things lest we should hinder the gospel of Christ. Do you not know that they which minister about the holy things live of the things of the temple? Read Exodus, Leviticus, and they which wait at the altar are partakers with the altar. Even so hath the Lord ordained that they which preach the gospel should live of the gospel. So God has set it down. This is how preachers are, be, this is how preachers are to be taken care of. God's laid the rule down. Then he says, especially they who labor. There's a special importance placed on those that work in the preaching of the Word of God and the teaching of the doctrine of God. The ministry is labor. It's work. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 9, the Apostle Paul says, For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. So it's a job, brother. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 16 says, Holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, but watch it, neither labored in vain. It's a job. They labor in what? In word and doctrine, he says. How do they do that? By study and meditation in the scripture. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. It's a job. I cannot put someone in remembrance of what I don't know. First Timothy chapter 4 and verse 6 says, If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. As a pastor, careful living is absolutely required as a minister of God. 1 Timothy 4.16 says, Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them. For in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Careful living. Looking out that we stay by the stuff. 
We stay with the book. Hey, this is John Cook again. Thank you for listening to the John Cook Ministries podcast on the pastoral epistles. Before you hit that exit button, how about take some time and leave us a comment or maybe a prayer request or what question do you have that we might be able to answer for you? Let us know how we can help you. And don't forget to subscribe to the John Cook Ministries podcast and you will get the next lesson just as soon as it is released. Well, we'll say goodbye for now. God bless.